On this episode of the Catholic Echo Podcast from the Diocese of Youngstown, we're talking about the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe and Hispanic Ministry with Bishop David Bonner, Christina Hernandez, and Paulina Montaldo. Find more about this episode's topic, including articles from the Catholic Echo at catholicecho.org slash podcast. And now the host of the Catholic Echo Podcast, Father Jim Corda. Hello and welcome to the Catholic Echo Podcast. I'm your host, Father Jim Corda. Our show is brought to you by the annual Dossison Appeal, the Catholic Communication Campaign, and Cumulus Media Youngstown. With me is Bishop David Bonner of the Diocese of Youngstown. Welcome to our show. Thank you so much, Father Corda. It's great to be with you. In just two days, we as the Diocesan Church are going to celebrate the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe on December 12th. That really lifts up and celebrates Hispanic ministry, but also a significant feast day in the life of the church. What, in your estimation, has been a blessing when you've experienced Hispanic ministry here in the Diocese of Youngstown? You know, there's been a lot said about the church universal, Mm. uh, the church in its whole throughout the world. When we think of the diocese, we think of parishes, but there's also a sense in which those parishes are connected. The beauty of celebrating the Lady of Guadalupe Mass for me, especially last year, was that I felt this sense in which our diocese was one, because we have about four or five different Hispanic communities, and we were all together there as one. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really a powerful image for us to behold. That's what God desires of us, that we be one. Let's talk a little bit about that feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe. We know that it goes back to the 16th century in 1531 when Juan Diego had an apparition of Our Lady, of the Blessed Mother, in Our Lady of Guadalupe. He was 57 at the time. He was someone who, I believe, went to daily Mass. He was a man of prayer. He worked hard. He loved his family. But it was at the age of 57 that he saw this apparition. And so what does that talk about mature faith, first of all, but also being open to what the Lord has in store for us? Because it really changed his life. Absolutely. I've often said that, you know, we can't live an adult life on an eighth grade faith, meaning that we need to continue to grow in the faith through our prayer and through our involvement in parish life. I think the beauty of the fact that this all happened at the age of 57 is an invitation for those of us in our 50s and 60s or 70s even, maybe even 80s, to recognize that God isn't finished communicating with us just yet. Mm-hmm. And while we may not have apparitions in that fashion, or even apparitions at all, God wants to encounter us every day mm-hmm. in a myriad of ways. Mm-hmm. But it demands that we are people of faith and that we read the experiences of our lives daily and look for God's presence therein. Let's talk about the Blessed Mother, the Virgin Mary. She's extremely significant in the life of faith, uh, in the life of the church. She's the mother of God. She's the mother of the church. She gave birth to our Lord and Savior. Why do we lift up Our Lady, and why does she have so many various titles within the church? There certainly is a richness to our Blessed Mother Mm -hmm. that transcends the titles and even her fiat. It's hard to put into words Mm -hmm 
what she means to the church, but I think what she demonstrates to us is discipleship. She's the first disciple. She's a model of faith, of receptivity, of openness and surrender. And I think that's how we are meant to live our lives. You know, at the wedding of Cana, she says, do whatever he tells you. I think that's a great lesson for us. We need to do whatever it is that, that Jesus tells us to do. You had mentioned uh, previously about different communities within our diocese that have Hispanic ministry, to name a few. We know in Salem, St. Paul's in Salem. We know at St. Francis of Assisi in Canton. We know of Our Lady of Peace in Astabula and St. Dominic's in Youngstown, just to name a few. They're different communities, and as you had mentioned, they're really one community, one community of faith. How is the church and the Diocese of Youngstown continuing to foster and mentor those in the Hispanic community through the life of these different parishes? Well, almost a year ago, I convened an Hispanic ministry Mm -hmm. summit in Ravenna, which was a central location for the four communities Mm -hmm. that you mentioned. We also have the migrant camp as well Mm -hmm. in Canton. It was an opportunity for us to celebrate Mass which I did in Spanish. Mm -hmm. I preached in Spanish. As you know, I've been studying Spanish ever since I arrived Mm -hmm. because I think it's so important that I speak the language of our faithful Mm -hmm. and I understand what's in their hearts. Mm -hmm. But we had this summit where they shared with me their concerns, their dreams. Mm -hmm. And uh, from that summit, we now have a Spanish-speaking priest in every one of those communities. Mm -hmm. And we also have a coordinator that brings all these communities together and facilitates communication Mm -hmm. in Cristina Hernandez. Mm -hmm. And she emerged, it's interesting, at that summit, all those other communities pointed to her as a leader. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the spirit speaking. As a matter of fact, Cristina is going to be on the second part of our show today, and we look forward to hearing her. I've known Cristina for a long time. She worked with CTNY on the Spanish Mass that we provided every Sunday. So she was certainly a person of faith, and she certainly knows how to gather people together. One thing when I was speaking with her that really came forth is this whole sense of tradition. Why is it important for us as Catholics to have tradition? We certainly have that in ethnic groups. Obviously, the Hispanic community will be celebrating that in a couple days in Our Lady of Guadalupe. Why is tradition so important part of who we are? Tradition always involves a communal element. And where there's tradition, there's ritual and there's symbol which takes us beyond words, which takes us into a deeper experience, most notably of God. Traditions are also familial. They identify us as a family of faith. And so I know for that culture, tradition is of paramount importance. And I'm honored to walk with them for this Our Lady of Guadalupe celebration. I know that Paulina Montaldo, who was your Spanish teacher, is going to be on the final segment of our show today. And so you probably want to give her a thank you and a shout out for teaching you Spanish. She's still teaching me. She is the best instructor I could ever have. And I'm very grateful for her presence in my life and for her passion so that we can all be one together. And we just would like to remind the folks that are with us that Our Lady of Guadalupe Mass will be at 6 o'clock on December 12th at St. Columba Cathedral, and Bishop Bonner is the main celebrant. Stay with us. We'll be right back. 
Did you know that the Catholic Echo magazine is delivered 10 times per year to 52,000 Catholic households in Northeastern Ohio? That's more than 150,000 people. And the Catholic Echo website, catholicecho.org, has been averaging 30,000 views per month since it launched in February 2023. Advertise your business, special event, or service with the Catholic Echo in print or online. Email catholicecho at youngstowndiocese.org. Advertising discounts are available for Catholic institutions as well as for businesses that commit to five or ten issues in a year. Email catholicecho at youngstowndiocese.org or visit the advertising tab at catholicecho.org for more information. The Catholic Echo magazine is delivered free of charge to anyone who is registered at a parish in the Diocese of Youngstown, but subscriptions are also available for non-parishioners. A subscription costs $40 per year, and you can buy one for yourself or gift a subscription to a loved one. Email catholicecho at youngstowndiocese.org for more information. Wondering what happened to timely Catholic news in the Diocese of Youngstown? It's at catholicecho.org. There you'll find recent stories about Catholic life in all six counties of the Diocese of Youngstown, plus recent videos, podcasts, and even national and global news. You'll find it all at catholicecho.org under the News tab. Sign up for the email newsletter while you're there to have Catholic news delivered to your inbox. Joining me is Christina Hernandez, who is a diocesan coordinator for Hispanic Ministry. Welcome to our show. Thank you. You know, we are coming up on the heels of a wonderful feast, December 12th, of Our Lady of Guadalupe. And there's going to be a wonderful celebration again this year at St. Columba Cathedral. And I believe Bishop Bonner will be there. And I'd like you to share with us and the folks that are with us how significant our Lady of Guadalupe is for the Hispanic community, but also for the church. Since you know Our Lady Virgin Mary, she always appeared to the poor, mm -hmm. to the needed community. Mm -hmm. And when she appeared in Mexico, he decided to do it to San Juan Diego. And this is why he said, why me? But this is the things she loves us. And this is why everyone that, like me, I'm from Mexico. We love Our Lady. We pray with her. And one of the things that I learned in Mexico is everyone, doesn't matter if they are Catholic or in another religion, in Mexico, we believe in her. Yeah. And this is why here we want to celebrate that because we have a lot of newcomers. Mm -hmm. Sometimes church is the house that we see over here. And this is mm -hmm. the things that I said always in my church. Remember that this is the house of your mother and father and you are welcome to be here. It happened to me too. When mm -hmm. I moved in 2001 from Mexico to here, mm -hmm. I moved to Topeka, Kansas, a little town. Sure. And uh, I didn't say anything to my husband, but I feel like something, it's, I need something. I was uh, doing voluntary hours, but then one day, suddenly, I know about Our Lady of Guadalupe Church in Kansas. Mm -hmm. When I visit that church the first time, and listen to music and everything is, oh, this is part of my 
country that I want to, and this is the things that we want here to have for all of the newcomers and from the people that they are Hispanic, to celebrate our culture, to celebrate with them. And one of the things that we want is the church wants them to know that they are part of us. And this is why we're doing this in the cathedral, because this is a big celebration that we have. And I hope that they're going to join us on that day because it's very important for us. Mm -hmm. And I think let's talk a little bit about the Blessed Mother, first of all. Mm -hmm. You know, this is a vision that St. Juan Diego had of her way back in the middle of the 16th century, so a long, long time ago. And this was this vision that he had as this holy man. And I think it would be important for us to point out that Juan Diego was like in his late 50s, when he had this vision of Our Lady of Guadalupe. And he was someone who went to church every day. He was someone who cared for his family, who loved the Lord. And so this sense of the Blessed Mother coming to him and opening herself up to him in the same way when we come and celebrate the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe, she opens up herself to us as well. Mm -hmm. And how important is it for us to be open to Our Lady of Guadalupe and the Blessed Mother in our own lives and in our own families. Yes, it's very important. Mm -hmm. And this is why we want, as a diocese, we want everyone to feel like Juan Diego. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you see, we have more and more community that they came from different countries. Mm -hmm. With this celebration, we want to say to them, we care about you. Mm -hmm. And this is the things that, for me, Our Lady of Guadalupe said to me. Usually when we have any needs and we have her, that faith that she gave it to us, mm -hmm. it's very important. How important is it for us to share that faith with other people, especially those who are struggling nowadays? Because we kind of live in a world that is divided. Mm -hmm. We live in a world where people are in need of so many different things. How important is it for us as people of faith to share that same blessing with them. It's very important. Mm -hmm. And right now, after the pandemic, mm -hmm. we have more and more people that they are depressed. They have a different problems. A few of them, they lost uh, hope. Mm -hmm. But Our Lady of Guadalupe is that for us, for mm -hmm. the Hispanic. In, in my case, she, is she gave it to me hope. Mm -hmm. I have some problems. I had cancer. Mm -hmm. And she walked with me in mm -hmm. all of that. and. Honestly, the faith that she gave it to me, and this is the things that I want to pass to the Hispanic community. Mm -hmm. If you believe and you have faith in her and in her son, mm -hmm. we can have everything that we want with that faith. Mm -hmm. And we know that on December 12th here in the diocese, there's going to be a wonderful celebration. Tell us what we can expect that day at that Mass. Mm -hmm. Bishop Bonner is going to be with us. I hope that we are going to have different priests from the different regions that has Hispanic mass. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a few priests that they are very young, mm -hmm. and we are blessed of that too. We are going to have mariachis. After the celebration, we are going to have another celebration. Uh, I'm just looking for the place because I hope that we are going to have more and more community. Mm -hmm. And the youth group from San Francis of Sisi, they're going to perform the operation of Our Lady of Guadalupe. Mm. They are practicing right now in Spanish and in English to have the performance. And we are going to have dancers. 
I hope that the few high schoolers that they are around here, plus the ones that they are in different areas, they can join us and show their culture. Because we have people from different countries. We have people from Mexico, mm -hmm. from Guatemala, El Salvador, Honduras. Right now we have from Venezuela, from Nicaragua, from Cuba, mm -hmm. from Puerto Rico. Yeah. And more and more, uh, Colombia. Mm -hmm. I hope that they're going to share with us their culture too, because this is just, it's not just the mass, it's a celebration of Our Lady of Guadalupe, but a celebration of different cultures too. Mm -hmm. And for the folks that would like to attend, what time is the service? The service is going to start at six. I hope that they come in early, okay. because they can offer roses to Our Lady. We are going to have a few over there, but if they want to bring their own roses, they are welcome to do it. But the, we are going to have a procession for them before the Mass. And then on the Mass, they're going to enjoy the Mass with Bishop Bonner. Well, Christina Hernandez, Dawson, Coordinator for Hispanic Ministry, thanks for the wonderful work that you do coordinating that, but also for lifting up the great celebration of Our Lady of Guadalupe this coming Tuesday at 6 o'clock at St. Columba Cathedral. And as you had mentioned, please come early to enjoy the music and the celebration and the fellowship of the community. Yeah, and remember it. We are together. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. The new Catholic Echo podcast will inform and entertain the faithful of the diocese by discussing various topics that are relevant in the church today. Bishop David J. Bonner begins the podcast with your host, Father Jim Corda, on the topic of the day, and then you'll hear from others with expertise on that topic. You can listen to the Catholic Echo podcast on Sundays at 6.30 a.m., on WHOT-FM 101, WYFM-FM 102.9, WQXK-FM 105.1, or catch it online by going to catholicecho.org slash podcast. The Catholic Echo Podcast is produced by the Communications Department of the Diocese of Youngstown. Wondering what happened to timely Catholic news in the Diocese of Youngstown? It's at catholicecho.org. Sign up for the email newsletter while you're there to have Catholic news delivered to your inbox. Did you know that the Catholic Echo magazine is delivered 10 times per year to 52,000 Catholic households in Northeastern Ohio? That's more than 150,000 people. In the Catholic Echo website, catholicecho.org, has been averaging 30,000 views per month since it launched in February 2023. Advertise your business, special event, or service with the Catholic Echo in print or online. Email catholicecho at youngstowndiocese.org. Advertising discounts are available for Catholic institutions as well as for businesses that commit to five or ten issues in a year. Email catholicecho at youngstowndiocese.org or visit the Advertising tab at catholicecho.org for more information.
Joining me is Paulina Montaldo, who is a teacher with the World Languages Department and Communication Department at Ursuline High School. Welcome to our show. Thank you very much, Father. Earlier on our show, Bishop Bonner was with us to talk about his involvement with Hispanic ministry, and uh, Christina Hernandez was on right before you, and we're focusing on in two days celebrating the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe, which is a special feast not only for the Hispanic community, but for the church in the United States. And it's a celebration in your experience over the years with the Hispanic ministry, and more recently with young people at Ursuline High School. How has that involvement and celebration of the traditions been for you? Well, I believe, strongly believe, that Our Lady of Guadalupe brings all of us together as one Hispanic community. I'm from Santiago, Chile. I live in Mexico City for Mm -hmm. a couple months, a long time ago. So I became very close and familiar with Our Lady of Guadalupe. But when I went back to Chile, we celebrated in Chile Our Lady of Guadalupe as the Queen of the Americas. Mm -hmm. So I feel like even though here, like in the area of Youngstown or Ohio, we are the Peruvian community, the Chilean community, the Colombian community, Mm -hmm. we celebrate Our Lady of Guadalupe, we all become one. You know, it's an interesting point because as you were talking, it made me think that when we're talking about Hispanic community, we're not talking about people just from Puerto Rico or Mexico. We're talking about people from Spanish-speaking countries. Exactly. And so we tend in our anglicized world to forget just the variety of peoples and languages and dialects that really make up the Hispanic culture. But I love the point that you come together to celebrate Our Lady of Guadalupe. Why is tradition important for any culture? To celebrate Our Lady of Guadalupe? That or any kind of tradition. Well, most of the Hispanic countries are officially Catholic. Mm -hmm. So the Catholic faith is very strong in our home countries. Mm -hmm. We observe, of course, all the Catholic celebrations and holidays. And we take the time, I feel like, the Mm -hmm. time that we should, to honor and to celebrate each one of them. So it's not like a one-day thing. Mm -hmm. For example, for Our Lady of Guadalupe, Bishop Bonner blessed five statues of Mm -hmm. Our Lady, Mm -hmm. and they were given to each one of the five parishes Mm -hmm. that have Spanish Mass for Mm -hmm. the rosary, for the 46 stars. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we take the time to process, to honor, to pray, And I really like that. What I'd like to talk about now is the Blessed Mother and her position, not only for us as Catholics, but I think her position in our lives as one of our mothers. So how do you celebrate the presence of the Blessed Mother within your life or within your faith? My faith is very strong. I was born Catholic from Mm -hmm. a Catholic family, Mm -hmm. but not only that. So what I want to say is no, I'm not Catholic just because of a family tradition. Mm-hmm. It's a lot stronger than that. And I was reading one of the uh, letters 
of Bishop Bonner, mm -hmm. and he said, like, Catholic is not just something for tradition, it's a way of life, of mm -hmm. living. Mm -hmm. And I totally agree with that. Mm -hmm. It's not just saying I'm Catholic, but we want, or I want people that get to know me and interact with me to know I'm Catholic mm -hmm. because of the way I act. Sure. And, and that's important. And I love that concept because, you know, we talk of different things as part of who we are as human beings part of who we are as Americans, but who we are as Catholics is a whole other dimension when we're trying to put it into words, but it's how we live, it's how we respond, exactly. it's how we, how we act in our everyday life. And for someone to look at us, I, I remember something in the sacred scriptures where they were persecuting the early Christians and they said, look at those Christians, see how much they love one another. So there was some sense of unity and camaraderie with the early Christians that really needs to be part of that whole culture for us today, but even more so that others will see Christianity and Catholicism within us because of the way we live. Exactly. You know? mm -hmm. The other thing I'd like us to talk about in our last few minutes of our time together briefly is you're involved with young people at Ursuline High School. How has your teaching, not only with Spanish, but also in communication, enlightened the lives of the young people, but how have they blessed you in your life? Well, for sure, my students are a blessing in my life. Mm -hmm. Sometimes... It's like, as you know, it's like you wonder, exactly <laughs> what am I doing? Mm -hmm. But every day I'm happy to be there at Ursuline, and I go home waiting for the next day to get there. Mm -hmm. And that's a good thing. Not sure. everybody can say that. Mm -hmm. So I absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. I think that the young people, sometimes we really don't realize how much they can do, they can give. Mm -hmm. And I think that Ursuline students and my Spanish students show that every day. I mean, they volunteer not because they have to or because the school mm. tells them to volunteer. They do it because they feel it. A very mm. good example is SOS, the uh, mm. Students of mm -hmm. Stewardship. Mm -hmm. Some students went to Dorothy House one day to serve food. Sure. They decided that they want to go twice a week. And mm -hmm. since then, they have been there committed to serve food twice a week. Mm -hmm. Nobody asked them. Nobody told them to do it. Mm -hmm. It was within them. They sure. feel like, I want to do it. And I love that sense of service that's a component of young people's lives. Because if we are to be servants in our adult life, we need to learn that as children and as teenagers and as adolescents. And so I'm grateful to Ursuline for teaching that and for you for instilling that in the young people. What would you like to tell the folks that are with us about the coming feast day two days from now that Bishop Bonner will be celebrating? That they are all welcome to come at the cathedral. We have the mass with Bishop Bonner in Spanish. And then after the mass, we're having a celebration at Mount Carmel mm. as well. Everybody's welcome. Mm. We'll celebrate there with food, with music, with dances. So I hope everybody takes the time 
to honor our mother and to share some time and as a community, as a Catholic community. Paulina Montaldo, thank you so much for your presence on our show today. And again, I'd like to reiterate what you just said to invite the folks that are with us for December 12th at St. Columbus Cathedral at 6 o'clock for the beautiful Mass of Our Lady of Guadalupe. Thank you. For more information, you can go to catholicecho.org. The Catholic Echo Podcast is a production of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Youngstown in cooperation with Cumulus Media Youngstown. I'm your host, Father Jim Corda. Have a blessed day, and may God be with you.